Welcome to Trinity Health's brand new podcast, Living Our Values, brought to you by your colleagues from Mission Integration. Our nationwide ministry spans the continuum of care in order to be people's most trusted partner in health throughout their life. Through all the ways we provide care, we are bound together by the legacy of our founders. This legacy informs who we are, how we provide care, and is rooted in our core values of reverence, commitment to those who are poor, safety, justice, stewardship, and integrity. In this podcast, we will hear stories from colleagues across Trinity Health about the care we provide, the legacy we steward, and the core values we seek to embody. In this, our first season, we will hear stories from leaders across the system who, through the challenges brought on by the pandemic and civil unrest, found hope in the way we live our values. Hello, my name is Steve Supernant, and I serve Trinity Health as the Vice President for Ministry Formation at the system level. I'm pleased to welcome my guest for today's podcast, Dr. Saeed Hussein. Dr. Hussein serves as the Senior Vice President and the Chief Clinical Officer for Trinity Health of New England. So, Dr. Hussein, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Steve. So, Saeed, I'd like to begin by asking you about your professional journey and what brought you to be a member of the senior team at Trinity Health of New England. Sure, I'm glad to share that. So I joined Trinity Health of New England approximately three years ago. And what really attracted me to this faith-based organization were the core values that it stands for. Reverence, justice, stewardship, integrity, and especially the last one, commitment to those who are poor. Growing up, my maternal grandmother, who is one of my role models, taught us the importance of serving the less fortunate in society. So to see that as a core value in an organization as large as Trinity Health was something I was very attracted to. Well, thanks for sharing that part of your journey. And, you know, I'm particularly touched by your ongoing commitment to that core value of commitment to those who are poor. You know, as you well know, for the last more than a year now, we've all been on this journey in our country and around the world and trying to cope with this COVID-19 virus. I'm wondering if you could speak a little bit about, you know, in your role as a senior clinical leader in one of our larger ministries here in New England, in what way have you seen COVID-19 impact not only your own work and ministry, but perhaps in the larger scale, the Ministry of Trinity Health of New England? So a couple of experiences come to mind. Both pertain to the early days of the pandemic in March and April of 2020. We were constantly learning new things about the virus on almost a daily basis. And we really didn't have any treatment modalities that early on to fight this virus. So during those days, we happened to come across some case reports of patients being treated with convalescent plasma overseas. We immediately got an application together for an investigational new drug and submitted to the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, and were granted approval within a week to start a clinical trial. Trinity Health of New England became the fourth healthcare system in the nation to receive FDA approval to use convalescent plasma. And this was an example of our commitment to serving our community by ensuring we were looking at whatever we had at our disposal to fight COVID-19. And the other experience is also from those early days when guidance on personal protective equipment, PPE, use was constantly evolving. And we had to make sure our colleagues on the front lines not only had adequate PPE, but were using it appropriately in the correct setting. We learned that we could never over-communicate in the midst of an unprecedented pandemic. So we also had to ensure senior leadership was visible to our colleagues as well, and they felt supported. Thank you for sharing that. I know living in the area of Trinity Health of New England myself that the Trinity of New England has been a real 
forerunner in trying to make the vaccine available, particularly to those people in our community who might be more marginalized or who suffer more financially or materially. Can you talk about some of the the things that Trinity Health of New England has done, particularly to reach out to those who are poor, those who are marginalized in our community? Absolutely. We're very grateful and proud of the effort placed put in in a number of different initiatives by our colleagues, our partnership with community organizations, the city of Hartford, city of Waterbury, where we've had FEMA clinics, especially in areas where access to healthcare is a challenge. Trinity Health of New England a few weeks ago hosted the state of Connecticut's first ever 24-hour vaxathon, where we vaccinated around the clock. Again, a big thanks to our colleagues who made this happen, and we were able to vaccinate a little under 4,000 individuals. And this is in addition to the vaccine clinics that have now expanded within the Trinity Health of New England network. And as we continue to look at ways to ensure access is enhanced as we work our way through in terms of the more challenging aspect of getting the 30-40% of individuals living in Connecticut to agree to get vaccinated. And now that vaccination has also expanded to include age 12 to 15, how do we ensure that age group also gets vaccinated? Yeah, I'm so proud of the work that the Trinity Health of New England has been doing in our local community, at least in Connecticut. We seem to be getting out ahead of the COVID-19 virus, and certainly with the number of people vaccinated ahead, it looks like, of some of the variants. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit or share your thoughts about what you think the future might look like as we begin to release perhaps or relax some of the uh, precautions that we've been taking as we begin to open up our society a little bit more. As we look to the future, what kind of hopes and fears and concerns do you have about a post-COVID world for all of us? So as more and more people get vaccinated, not only in this region, but indeed the United States, it's important to remember that we're part of a global community. And there are nations and entire continents, for that matter, that have yet to get on the whole vaccination bandwagon because of very limited vaccine supply. So the onus is on all of us to ensure that not only do we vaccinate individuals here living in this country, but also globally. And we will need to remain nimble and very flexible as this virus, as we've seen over the last several months, continues to evolve and the pandemic continues to move on. Very recently, we have seen horrific scenes coming out from India as a result of a double mutant variant of COVID-19. The hope is that we can get to pre-pandemic normalcy, but have to remember we are all in this together, the entire world. And there might be instances where we may have to roll back some of our newfound freedoms to ensure that we protect our neighbors and our loved ones. So we just have to be flexible as the weeks and months roll by. Yeah, and, and I think at the same time, and you probably agree, we also have to remember that none of us is invincible to this virus, that it takes its toll not only on people who are vaccinated with the small proportion of people that could still get the virus, but also those who may transmit it to others without realizing it. And so all those concerns that we have had and that we have worked through, we still need to be vigilant as we look to the future. Absolutely. We can't let our guard down and celebrate too early because like I said earlier, we've seen what happened when India thought that they had overcome the virus and the virus came back with menacing speed and has now reached a level which is unprecedented in this pandemic, the number of deaths and suffering that those citizens are going through on a daily basis. 
So one last question for you, Saeed, as you think about this experience that's been coming up on a year and a half, what do you think is the one or the greatest self-learning you've had from dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic that you'll take with you as you continue your ministry as a leader in Trinity Health? So one thing that I've learned, Steve, is that we can never over-communicate. We always need to communicate, especially as leaders, especially in times which may seem very dark when hope may not be apparent to many people. And I salute the healthcare colleagues, physicians, everybody on the front lines who've delivered such outstanding care. And this organization that I'm so proud to be a part of, I, I don't think I could have been in any other organization and so proud of the team at Trinity Health and Trinity Health of New England. But communication is one key aspect. And thanks to the incident command centers that we set up that are still running, by the way, even though it's been over a year since this pandemic started. They're running here in this region. They run at our ministry level as well as system office. There's perfect alignment in terms of communication, and that has been absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you for that insight. Well, as I listen to your sharing, and thank you for being with us today, I I can't help but think about really the way that you began this conversation, which was reflecting on all of our core values. And really, you know, the living of our values is the public witness that you and I and all 120,000 of our coworkers demonstrate every day all across our ministry, all across our Trinity Health footprint. So when I think about, you know, the importance of communication, I can't help but think about our core value of reverence, where we honor the dignity of every person, both those we serve and those with whom we serve. And you yourself mentioned our core value of commitment to those who are poor and the steps that we're taking all across our ministry, not just in New England, to really go the extra mile to reach out to those who are marginalized, those most vulnerable in our society and continuing our work to reach out to them. And the last core value that I think about is our value of integrity, you know, where we say we are faithful to who we say we are. So I'd like to just thank you in the name of all of our colleagues at Trinity Health of New England and really all of Trinity Health to thank you for your demonstration of that fidelity to that integrity, to being faithful to who we say we are. So Saeed, I'd like to thank you for being with us today and for sharing your experience and some of your insights with us. And I wish you continued success in your ministry at Trinity Health of New England. Thank you very much. So my name is Steve Supernut. I've been happy to be your host today. And my guest has been Dr. Saeed Hussein, who is the Senior Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer for Trinity Health of New England. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And we hope you are inspired by the stories that remind us of who we are, the legacy we steward, and the core values we seek to embody. May we always work to serve together in the spirit of the gospel as a transforming and healing presence within our communities.